to bend over now. Enjoyed the preaching this morning, all the singing been done. Thank God for it. Appreciate Brother Dixon, Brother Rob for all the preaching been done. Amen. I'm going to be looking in Exodus chapter 13. If you want to turn with me, Exodus chapter 13, 20 through 22. Appreciate the opportunity to be a part of this meeting and just to be in it. Amen. And uh, once you turn there, stand with us. We'll read the Word of the Lord. It's Exodus chapter 13, verse 20 through 22. Exodus chapter 13, verse 20 through 22. Amen. It says here, And they took their journey from Sukkoth and encamped in Etham, in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. Let's go to the Lord in prayer at this time. God, we come to You, Lord, Father, and we ask You, Lord, to move one more time. We ask You, Father, to help us in this message, Lord, Father, and help me to preach in spirit and in power. Lord, I pray, God, for these people that are here before us, God, and I pray, God, that Thy words will be Your words. Penetrate the heart of they that are here, God, and speak to them in a mighty way. Lord, I want to be Your man and in Your will, Father, Lord. I don't want to stand here alone, God, and I ask You, Father, empower me with the Holy Ghost, God, and fill me up and help me to preach one more time. I'll give you the glory and the praise for it all, for it's in Jesus' name we ask. Amen. You may be seated. I've got this thought this afternoon on praying for a cloud. Praying for a cloud. And I tell you, uh, Brother Dixon said this morning he was preaching on Jesus, and that he did, and thank God for it. This afternoon, I want to preach on the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost. And my concern is, my message is out of concern for Christians, for churches, and for the clergy. And my conclusion is, from reading the Word of God here, is this cloud is a type of the Holy Spirit. It's a type of the Holy Ghost. And this is the kind of cloud that we need to rest on our places. This is the kind of cloud that we need to rest on our people, on our preachers, on our pulpits, and on Church 
of this cloud this afternoon. So let us study just a minute if we will. And look in verse 20 and 21. Hey, I want to read that to you if I may. And one more time it says, And they took their journey from Sukkot and encamped in Etham in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud. First of all, I want you to notice the path of the cloud. Amen. God is going before them. Get the picture here. Amen. He's in this cloud and God is going before them, leading them with a cloud. And you first must notice the walk and where they walk. Notice in verse 20 it said they took their journey. That meant they set out. They departed. They were traveling from Egypt toward Canaan. And if you look out the map and look at the geography of it, you'd understand they were traveling east. How about that? I want to show you something here, friend. Is it not from the eastern skies the Lord's going to come back? Is it not toward the east that we need to be looking at the night? And is it not toward the east we're supposed to be traveling? I want to say right here, I'd like to have an amen. It's important which way you travel. Amen. Amen. And the walk is a picture of the Christian life. Walking toward the east. Because that's where you'll see Him in the cloud. Don't get sidetracked. What I'm trying to tell you, make some spiritual progress in this journey that you're in. And then don't stop when you got saved and you started on this journey. Keep heading east toward Canaan, amen. Toward that spirit-filled life and a land of spiritual fruits. Your life ought to have spiritual fruits in it. And you need to be headed toward that spiritual life, amen. amen. Don't say get sidetracked, don't stop. But not only look at the wall, but notice the wigwam. <laughs> Lack of a better word. That's all I'd come up with, the wigwam. And then you notice here it said that they started at a place called Sukkoth, which means booths or huts. In other words, it's a small place. And it's a synonym, by the way, hut or booth, a synonym for is wigwam. How about that? And God does not want us to stay in our little wigwam thing. Amen. Amen. He wants us to be moving toward the east. Amen. To a better place. And God wants us to take to take us to bigger places. Amen. A spiritual places. I'm not talking about bigger buildings. I'm not interested in that. I'm talking about spiritual places that are bigger. Amen. Where the power of God comes down and flows breast to breast and blesses. Amen. He wants to take us to a spirit-filled life. It's not. It may be just a hut down here, but praise God, it's mansions over there. He's taking us to bigger places. Amen. But then I want you to notice the work. For the next stop in our verse that we're studying from, it says their journey from Sukkot and encamped in Etham. Now, Etham, which is associated with a plowshare or the wilderness. In other words, it's a place of difficulty. And therefore, what I'm trying to say is there's a work in this Christian walk. Hey man, you've got there's task in this walk for the Lord. And you must work at it. I'm telling you right now, there's a struggle in living right. There's a struggle in straying right. 
This flesh will bring you down if you'll let it. This flesh will lead you astray if you'll let it. But praise God, you've got some help from the Lord. And there's a cloud leading you. And there's a cloud over you that'll help you. And we need to work at it. Amen. And stay in the task of walking for the Lord. And there's troubles in this walk for the Lord. It gets difficult sometimes, does it not? It gets difficult in this life. But keep on the path of the cloud and go where it goes. And not only notice the walk, the wigwam, the work, but notice the wilderness. Our next stop in our verse here, it says, was the edge of the wilderness. And encamped in Ethan in the edge of the wilderness. You see, the next stop is there. And no sooner had the Israelites, I don't think you get a picture here, where they saved from the Egyptians and they come out. A friend, they entered into a wilderness, which is the desert, by the way. And their journey would have only taken 11 days. You think about that. Their journey would have only taken 11 days. But as you and I know, they were there 40 years because of sin. Amen. Friend, I'm telling you, we better stay in the path of the cloud. In the path of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's the path of the cloud. Number two, I want to give you the presence of the cloud. Look at verse 21. It says, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way by night in the pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. You see, there is a constant here. The cloud represents the Holy Ghost. And just as God was constantly with the Israelites with a cloud, God is constantly with us with the Holy Ghost. I believe the Holy Ghost lives in me. Amen. As a matter of fact, I know it this afternoon. Because I feel Him. I feel His presence and He's real. Until you've been saved by 
the comfort of the cloud. Notice this, it said day by day in a pillar of the cloud. You see that little word day comes from a word that means to be hot. Now, I don't know about you, but desert places seem to get hot. Amen. Just in our area, it gets hot. Amen? Yes. And this cloud is protecting them from the heat of the day. Amen. And in our day that we're living in, I'm telling you, it's the Holy Ghost cloud that's protecting us from the heat of our days. Amen. There's heat in these days. And there's pressure on the church. There's pressure on preacher. There's pressure and there's heat being drawn upon us. But I'm telling you it's the Holy Ghost of God that's protecting us from it all. What a comfort. What a comfort. And then there's the covering. Psalms 105.39 said He spread a cloud for a covering. I'm telling you the Holy Ghost protects us and guards us and thank God for the covering. But then notice the column that said a pillar of a cloud. A pillar means to stand. And so therefore, it represents the standing presence of God. Amen. Amen. As I was studying this, I've never seen uh, this before. And notice how much this cloud has represented the Holy Ghost power of God. There's a cloud, but then there's a combustion. Notice it said, and by night in a pillar of fire. You see, the combustion, the fire's purpose was to lead through the night. I don't know about you, friend, but I'm glad the Holy Ghost cloud knows how to lead me when I'm in dark places. I'm glad the Holy Ghost knows how to lead me out of dark places. Amen. And in dark times, He's there. Not only does He lead through the night, but He lights up the night. He lights through the night. Amen. I'm glad the Holy Ghost cloud knows how to help me see my way of dark places. Amen. There's the constant, the communion, the cloud, the combustion. Then there's the consistency. You see, weather does not affect this cloud. Amen. The Holy Ghost has made you and I that are shade weatherproof. Amen. Thank God for it. And when the winds do not come along, I'm telling you, the winds do not affect this cloud. If the Holy Ghost is in you, I'm telling you, every wind of false doctrine will not lead you astray or in a different direction. Amen. The Holy Ghost will keep you from blowing away. The Holy Ghost will keep you in the right way, in the straight and narrow way, as a dear sister a minute ago about. Weather doesn't affect the cloud. Winds do not affect the cloud. And waves do not affect the cloud. Amen. The Holy Ghost is consistent even when life seas get stormy and the waves are crashing and things are falling apart. How are things down at your house? Does it get pretty rough sometimes? Are there high waves in your life? Friend, I'm telling you, when you got the Holy Ghost in your life, there's still a peace in your heart. When everything's blowing all to pieces, when the waves are high, I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is constant. Not affected by the weather, the winds, or the waves. And then there's the communication. In Psalms 99.7 it said, He spake unto them 
in the cloudy pillar. Amen. Amen. The Holy Ghost speaks to us. Amen. Let me tell you when the Holy Ghost speaks to you. He'll speak to you in time to salvation. I don't know about you, but tonight I was lost, Brother Dixon. And I was right with God. It was the Holy Ghost that came by and knocked on my heart's door. It was the Holy Ghost that spoke to me, that spoke to me, and drew me to an old-fashioned altar. My friend, I'm telling you, that's when that cloud, that cloudy pillar, the Holy Ghost will speak to you. He might be speaking to you today. You might not know the Lord is your Savior, but the In this cloud, there's the presence of the cloud, the play, uh, the the path of the cloud. But I'll give you the permanence of the cloud. Look at verse 22. It said he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. The permanence of the cloud. See, it took it not away. In other words, it lingers. The presence and the permanence of the cloud is the fact that it lingers. And it's lingering because there's protection in its lingering. Hey man, this cloud was standing between the Israelites and their enemy. And not only that, this protection was standing, this cloud was behind the Israelites and their enemy. In Exodus 14, 19 it said, And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. Amen. It was between them and their enemy on both sides. And it was before them to fight their enemy. Can I say this afternoon, God's Holy Ghost has surrounded us to protect us. Amen. I'm telling you, we're under a salvation and a blood of Jesus. And God has brought a Holy Ghost to help us and to protect us from things. There's a protection in the lingering and then there's a precipitation in its lingering. Amen. I don't know about you, but I read over there. Did not God rain down manna out of heaven to feed Israel and in the middle of the desert? Amen. Hey, the cloud was there. I believe the Lord was a feeding them. Amen. Can I just I walk out on a spiritual limb here and say, how many times has God rained down heavenly manna on you and fed your soul in desert places? Have you ever come to church so dry and so longing for God and pray, crying out to God and then all of a sudden God just pour down His heavenly manna and feed your soul and quench your thirsty dry heart? Amen. I'm telling you, there is precipitation in the lingering of the cloud. It's permanent. It lingers. 
Not only that, it's lasting. Took it not away. Never went away. Amen. It lasted in the heavens. It stayed with Israel. And it lasts in the heart. I don't know about you, but I still believe the Holy Ghost cloud will stay in your heart as long as you live for Jesus Christ. Amen. And then it lasts in heaven. Hey, I'm one of those old-fashioned preachers that still believes that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost will fill up heaven. Amen. Amen. The cloud's going to be there. Amen. It lingers. It's lasting. It's logic. What causes God not to withdraw the cloud of the Holy Ghost? First of all, God's gape. That word just means love. You see, He does not take the Holy Ghost away because He loves you and He loves me. You don't know why you experience the good Holy Ghost and it blesses you and touches you and helps you. Because God loves you. God loves you. That's why He hadn't taken away the cloud. And because of God's grace, He doesn't take away the cloud because His grace has saved us. Then there's the peace of the cloud. The peace of the cloud. I notice in Numbers 9, 15-16, I'll read it to you. It said, And on that day that the tabernacle was reared up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, namely the tent of the testimony. And at even what there was upon the tabernacle, as it were the appearance of fire yes. until the morning. So it was always the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. You see, this cloud rested on the church. Amen. Friend, I'm telling you, there's peace in our pulpits. There's peace in our pews, on our preachers, on our people. When the Holy Ghost cloud rests upon our church. And I'm telling you right now, I'm praying that with all my heart, God sent a cloud over our little church and over your little church. Amen. And let it rest upon our people. I'm praying for a cloud, friend. Praying for a cloud to rest on the church. But the peace of the cloud is not only that it rests on the church, the peace of the cloud also is that it returns the Christ. Amen. Matthew 26, 64 says, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Amen. And then in Revelation 1 and 7, He said, Behold, He cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see Him. We shall see Jesus just as He is. And I believe we're going to see Him on the cloud. Amen. He's going to split the eastern sky, but you're going to see Him on the cloud. There's peace in knowing Jesus is returning in the cloud. It rests on the church. It returns the Christ. But not only that, the peace of the cloud is that it retrieves the church. You know, I'm just simple here this afternoon. If Jesus is going to return on a cloud, it's only logical that we're leaving on a cloud. Amen. Not just a natural cloud. 
Amen. But I believe it's the Holy Ghost cloud that's going to take us on out of here. Amen. That's the cloud I'm talking about, friend. Is it not going to be in heaven? Yeah. That's why it's going to take us on through the atmosphere and on through the universe and take us on home. Friend, I'm telling you, it's going to retrieve the church. Amen. The permanence of the cloud, the peace of the cloud. One last thing, and I'm through this afternoon. There's the people of the cloud. This is what I want to get to more than anything. It spoke to my heart more than anything, and I hope it speaks to yours. Numbers 9, 17, and 20, it says, And when the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle, then after that the children of Israel journeyed, and in the place where the cloud abode, there the children of Israel pitched their tents. So wherever this cloud stayed, that's where they pitched their tents. Verse 22, Or whether it were two days, or a month, or a year, that the cloud tarried upon the tabernacle, remaining their home, the children of Israel abode in their tents, and journeyed not. But when it was taken up, when that cloud was taken up, that's when they journeyed. You know what that's telling me? Telling me the crews of the cloud with the cloud. They journeyed whenever the cloud took them. They camped with the cloud. They pitched their tents when the cloud rested. They had church with the cloud. The cloud rested upon the tabernacle where they had church. What I'm trying to say to you is wherever this cloud takes you, the cloud of the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Ghost. We better start following the cloud. We better start following that Holy Ghost. Amen. If it sits down right here, we're going to sit down right here with it. And we're not going to move until the Holy Ghost moves. Amen. And if God moves that cloud of the Holy Ghost and brings it over here, I'm just going to go with it. Amen. And if the Holy Ghost moves over over here, I'm just going to go with it. Amen. Hey, I'm telling you, our churches, our preachers, every one of us will be a whole lot better off if we'll start listening for the Holy Ghost. Amen. And following the cloud of the Holy Ghost. And following His leadership. And following Him. There's too much of this. It's going to be my way and not your way. Or my way and not your way. And vice versa. I'm telling you right now, it don't matter what your way is or my way is. It's all about His way. Leading us in our service. If we're going to have church with the Holy Ghost cloud upon us, we're going to have to cruise with the cloud. And we're going to have to camp with the cloud. Amen. Let it lead us. Let it and live with it. Amen. In studying this, I found something out about clouds. What happens on earth affects cloud formation. Amen. What happens on earth affects cloud formation. Did you get it? What I'm trying to tell you is if you're going to have the Holy Ghost cloud to form over your church and set and rest down on your church, if that's what you really, really want, 
It's what this preacher preached and that preacher preached. I'm telling you what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to start living with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And we're going to have to start loving on the Holy Ghost. And then we're going to have to start leaning on the Holy Ghost. Amen. we got to start listening to the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm telling you right now, if we're going to have the Holy Ghost on our services, we say we want We say we want God to move. We say we want the Lord to set in on our service and move in a mighty way. But do we really want it? I'm telling you the only way Israel had it was if they lived with it. If they camped with it. If they cruised with it. Amen. Amen. If they loved on it. If they leaned on it. If they listened to it. I'm telling you right now, we've got to pray for this cloud and then fall that cloud. Amen. Amen. I'm glad. When God saved me, there was a cloud came over my heart and my soul. And it's been in me ever since. Brother Toby, I'm so glad it's in my heart. I'm glad He lives in me. I'm glad He's leading me. You want to know why I'm pastoring Pine Ridge Baptist Church? I'll tell you why. Because the good Holy Ghost that goes there. And as long as the Holy Ghost tells me to stay, I'll stay. Amen. I'm telling you, the reason you are where you are is because the Holy Ghost has led you that way. You better stay with that Holy Ghost. Don't just pack your bags up and decide your own way. You better stay with the Holy Ghost. It's the only thing you'll take you home one day. God bless you. I'm done, brother. Amen.